Sure Top Roofing presents the Carolina Contractor with your host, Donnie Blanchard. Brought to you by GAF Roofing, Shingles and Materials. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Yes, indeed, it is the Carolina Contractor Show. Welcome, and it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm Eric Smith, and with us, as usual, our host, Donnie Blanchard from Sure Top Roofing. How are you, Donnie? Everything's great today. How about you, bud? I'm doing good. How about them canes? I know. I know. That's uh, unbelievable. I'm really proud of those guys. I don't think anybody thought we'd be talking about the Carolina Hurricanes playing hockey in May. Right. Who knows? They might be going into June the way they're playing. We hope so. If you want to check out some of the information about the Carolina Contractor Show, the best thing to do is go to the website. Very easy to remember, thecarolinacontractor.com. We've got information on past shows last week. Donnie was talking about building material logistics, advanced framing, designer shingles, and I'm feeling like a third wheel again because you've brought in a guest. When is it, when's it just going to be me and you, Donnie? <laughs> well, things go so much better, and I don't ever claim to know everything. I just lean on the folks that, that do this day in and day out, and... Today we brought in our operations manager from SureTop. It's Tony Fogelman, and we really appreciate you coming in and giving us some of your time today. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here as part of another segment of the Carolina Contractor Show. You want to tell us uh, what your position is with SureTop Roofing, Tony? Yeah, absolutely. I run the uh, the area of Raleigh and the Triangle, the operations manager. I've been working with Donnie for a long time now. Is he a good boss? Great mm. boss. Great boss in the, in the respect that he will tell you, um, you know, very quickly when you're right, also very quickly when you're wrong. And I appreciate that. He's earned all this respect, man. He does a great job day in and day out. I'm really lucky got to have Tony. He just handles a lot of things and we always get this call or a compliment. Hey, we, we really like that roof that you did. Or did you hear about the, something that happened on the job site? And the answer is usually no. He just handles it and moves on and just does a great job for us. And, uh, I'm, I'm thankful to have him. Tony, operations manager. That could encompass a lot of things. And what would be some of the things you deal with? Coming to this, I was involved with a lot of startup companies. And in startup companies, you pretty much have to get used to wearing different hats and doing many different things Mm -hmm. in order for the uh, product and for the situation to work. There are always two segments. It's the product itself as well as the situation with the customer and making people understand that you are there to help them out and not to take anything from them. I wanted to get into this business really because of the fact that I am able to be in front of my customers, and especially in a setting in their homes. You get fantastic conversations, and they're inviting you into their home to go over some of these things that's very important to them and their investment. You're protecting them and their family. So I I really take pride in in those conversations and those relationships as well. So the one thing that I saw coming into this is that this is a a long-term relationship that you Mm -hmm. have with your contractor. And I think a lot of people don't really put enough importance on that. That just because it's a roof and they don't go up on a roof on a mm. daily basis. So sometimes it's a little bit of an afterthought on how important that relationship is. Donnie, how do you make that connection with your customer to Tony? That's an easy one. Uh, a lot of times we rely on these reviews and Tony is very heavy in five-star reviews. And I, uh, I can't say enough for the interaction from the customers. A lot of times he doesn't even see these things coming. For instance, yesterday we have a customer that we did some work for a couple years ago and Tony got our repair crew up there and uh, the guy emailed me personally and said, hey, I can't put my finger on Tony's email address. Would you send me his personal email so I can send him a thank you? And he didn't he didn't say very much else. He just told me that Tony did a really good job. He was very prompt and he he felt the need to thank Tony personally. That was a big deal to me because this particular gentleman you know, he's a higher up in his company and when we did work for him. He was a little harder to get in touch with. And I just realized 
how important his free time was, and he took a, a minute out of that free time to give us a nice compliment. We're going to talk about a very sexy subject when it comes to roofs and what Suretop Roofing does, and that's warranties. In all seriousness, people don't consider how important a roof warranty is. Tony, is that true? Uh, absolutely. You know, one thing I always tell the customers that I'm not just a salesperson. So that's one thing that actually intrigued me into this line of work is the fact that I'm just not coming there to make the sale to get your signature on a contract. I love telling everyone that once this contract is signed and we get to the part of replacement, I'm also a project manager. I'm going to be coming in and out. So the conversations that we've had today will transfer into what's going to be happening during your replacement, which is, again, it goes into that long-term relationship with the customers. And when you can tell somebody that you are here for their investment and for their best interest, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people say that, but they don't mean it. You have to show that, that you mean that. Then you break down the referral process and the process that allows for future investments. Mm-hmm. That establishes respect right out of the gate, and that's what he does really well. And we have other project managers that will babysit the job for lack of a long explanation, but Tony oversees those folks as well, and he basically dictates the chain of command and and. I like for Tony to be the first line with these homeowners just because he does just a great job of doing what I just said and establishing that relationship respect. Mm -hmm. What is the average roof warranty? Typical warranty for a flat three tab is 25 years. On an architectural shingle, it would be 30 years. So there's basically two segments to the warranty. It's material warranty as well as the labor and workmanship warranty. And that's where you get some of the differences in some of the extended warranties that are available from certified contractors. Certified contractors, I know we've had that on a previous segment and kind of explained a little bit about how tough that is and how small of a percentage of contractors can get certified by these manufacturers. From the homeowner's perspective, the biggest thing is that, you know, with an extended warranty, you are mandated to use specific materials. You are, you have to install specific to the training that they have provided. Mm-hmm. And, and these things all come into play is not just from the investment, but also if you ever sell the house. From a resale perspective, to have a transferable warranty is very important. And that is not available on just a regular out of the door mm-hmm. type of a warranty. The extended warranties are the only ones that you can provide that are transferable for free. The one thing I want to add that he just commented on is uh, that 30-year shingle, that's an architectural shingle. And the way I always word this to a homeowner is right out of the pack, it's prorated. So you can put that shingle on. It's worth a 30-year warranty that day. But as the days and months, years go by, that thing's going to be prorated. And mm-hmm. also there are other things that are not covered with a standard warranty right out of the pack, such as workmanship. Uh, if you ever have a manufacturing defect, They may actually cover the shingles, but they won't cover the labor to put that back on. They don't cover disposal and a lot of those other small things that you don't think about. And this extended warranty that Tony commented on is a 50-year non-prorated warranty. So literally double that of the three-tab that he mentioned and another 20 years past what is right out of the pack for a 30-year. So that's really strong. And this is the Carolina Contractor Show, and that's Donnie Blanchard from Suretop Roofing, and Tony Fogelman from Suretop Roofing is in also. If you're looking at your roof and you know soon you'll need some work done, these are questions you might not think about. It's easy to think about what type of shingle you want and what color even it's going to be, but the warranty is very, very important. 
Is there a special installation required of the shingles to qualify for an extended warranty or something you guys have to do? We have to use specific materials, first of all, and that gets into the different items that, you know, that go into a roofing system. Mm -hmm. So there are not just the shingles. You also have the underlayment. You also have starter strip shingles. You have ridge cap shingles. You know, a lot of folks know from the old days, especially with three tab shingles, they would just turn another three tab up to go along the rakes around along the edges, along also the eaves um, Mm -hmm. to provide an actual perimeter barrier seal. Now they actually have a specific material and specific starter strip shingle that does that, that provides that full perimeter seal. And then on, you know, on top of ridge vents, there are specific shingles that go on top of the actual ridge vents. So things are more uh, manufactured for specific purposes of the roofing system process. And we are mandated to use those materials if we're going to provide that extended warranty. The full perimeter starter that he mentioned is one part of the wind warranty. The other part is that we use six nails per shingle. Mm-hmm. I think the minimum requirement is four, and we do six on everything. And just want to add that a lot of times people may not opt to do this extended warranty. We still install it the exact same way. A lot of what's popular or what we see is when we get to the end of the process, they'll choose to register the warranty after they've had a few days to think about it because mm-hmm. the cost to register the warranty is minor compared to what the proration period is on the 30 prorated versus the 50 non-prorated. And that three-tab shingle, Tony mentioned, that they used to double as a starter strip, and they would also use it as a ridge cap. They would cut that into three pieces. And the product that we use now, whether it be shadow ridge with one company or sealer ridge with another, that particular product is made to last the 50-year lifespan. So when you cut a three-tab 25-year shingle and cap off a 50-year roof shingle, mm-hmm. then which is going to wear out first, you know, the 25-year that's exposed to the sunlight is going to break down at least 10 to 20 years prior than the shingles themselves. And are these same warranties available for commercial buildings too? So it's a little different for a commercial building. They're really strong and, and stronger than they've ever been to mention that. But um, where this 50 years would be non-prorated, it turns that same shingle into a 40-year shingle. If you're talking about multifamily or churches, we do mm-hmm. a lot of those. And that shingle is only non-prorated for 20 years. My guess is that all the manufacturers that offer this extended warranty, they figure that a homeowner will be in their house of five to seven years. So they've done right by the homeowner in saying that you can transfer this thing one time. That's not them running from any type of demographic on home sales or anything mm-hmm. like that. But with the uh, multifamily or a church, normally that's not owned by an individual. It's owned by a homeowner association right. or a uh, different organization, and those don't normally change hands as often as a homeowner would. Last question in this segment I have is what's the best bang for the buck of all the warranties. Tony? The best bang for the buck is where you have the, the long-term manufacturer warranty. Some of the extended warranties do consider the labor and workmanship, and that's where you can get into where they will take on the labor and workmanship warranty for either 10 years or 25 years. Mm. Typically, you're going to know if there's any kind of problems with a roof installation on a new roof installation within the first couple of years. You're going to know if there's any leaks or anything happening. You're going to also see if there's any manufacturer defects, really, in the first couple of years. But really, from the workmanship standpoint, what I always say to my customers is that not only do I have a a five-year labor and workmanship warranty, but that if there's any problems past that, please give me a call. Do not hesitate to give me a call because how many people do you know that's going to climb up on your roof? If there's something <laughs> else going on up there, that's true. typically there's a siding issue or some other things that, that, you know, that are going on that you need to know about. But right for right now, really, I mean, a good pair of human eyes puts everybody to ease on the investment that they have. Cool. And this is the Carolina Contractor Show. You're listening to Tony Fogelman and also, of course, our host, Donnie Blanchard from Sure Top Roofing. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to do some listener questions, and you can submit your own by going to 
thecarolinacontractor.com website. Click on the button right there. Put in your question. Donnie reads them all, and we try to answer some of them, and we're going to do that next, so hang on. We'll be back with more of the Carolina Contractor presented by Sure Top Roofing. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Welcome back to the Carolina Contractor. Brought to you by GAF Roofing, shingles and materials. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Got Donnie Blanchard in today from SureTop Roofing, and he brought Tony Fogelman, his OM, from SureTop Roofing. And it's time for listener questions. You can go to the CarolinaContractor.com website to submit your questions if you have any. First question today was, what would be the ideal way to build your house of dreams in our area without breaking the bank? Well, we got this question last week, and we're actually working with these people, and we're in the design phase already, but we intend on breaking ground on this particular house in the fall, assuming everything goes like we want it. But the way we're advising this homeowner is we'll start from the ground up here. Um, the first thing is a condition crawl space. We devoted quite a bit of time in a previous show to the ins and outs of a, a condition crawl space, but we just really believe in those and we feel like it's advantageous to your heating and air system, humidity control, a lot of other things. Uh, moving up to the framing package above the foundation, the one thing that we like to do is a two by six exterior wall. So it doesn't sound like a big jump from a two by four to a two by six, but you're adding 50% more insulation to that wall cavity. And when you're speaking in terms of the envelope of the house, that makes a big deal on your heating and air, your monthly utilities, and several other things that I won't go into. But the way that those are maxed out in terms of the insulation benefit is we use something called a flash and bat system. And I think we commented on that a while Mm -hmm. back, but that's one inch of spray foam around the outer perimeter and that takes care of the convective heat transfer and then you go behind that with about an r19 bat i think you can get a condensed bat for that and i want to say the r value in the walls is up around r26 which is really strong the reason we like flashing bat as opposed to complete cavity spray foam is say in 20 years you you need to add a wire to that wall or you need to fish something down through there having the bats in place versus complete cavity of spray foam will allow you to get a wire down there or just anything you you might need to add that technology doesn't support at this point in time. For instance, we have all these phone jacks in our house now that are just taking up wall space Mm -hmm. because uh, we just have one central home phone that's plugged into a base and and those are just obsolete Mm -hmm. so many short years later. So um, beyond that, moving up to the, uh, the attic cavity, one thing that, that we're going to do on this house, and this is where it gets a little expensive, is the spray foam in the attic. Spray foam in the attic cavity usually gives you about six inches of foam in between each rafter, and it also eliminates the need for a ridge vent. What this does is it, it blocks the heat transfer, say, from the attic or from the outside shingles in, and it just doesn't require the same ventilation as a traditional attic would. The one thing that we like, similar to the condition crawl space, is it keeps your air handler in the attic in a more of a controlled space and I don't know the exact degree it kind of depends on the shingle color but it substantially drops the temperature of that attic and mm-hmm. it just makes much favor much more favorable for a heating and air system to work well uh, you have to be careful with these and this is a recent 
code change, but anytime you're going to use that attic for storage, so if an inspector walks up and he sees that you have a floored area in the pl- of plywood up there, they make you do something called an ignition barrier, and this is basically just a fail-safe um, against the closed cell spray foam that uh, goes over top of that six-inch layer that we just mentioned. And more importantly than that even is to introduce fresh air. So when mm. you have a house this tight, you know, a house that is too tight, it just can't breathe. You either have to figure out a way to open windows on your time schedule or the easiest way to accomplish that is to tap into the return and introduce a fresh air intake. I uh, had a story that my heating and air guy told me about a lady whose house was built similar to this and it was just too tight. The one thing they didn't do is introduce that fresh air duct. Mm. And about three days after they cooked anything in the house, you could still smell whatever <laughs> that was. Uh, this particular lady was pregnant at the time. So, of course, her sense of smell was heightened <laughs> at the moment. And until they f- came in and figured out what the problem was, she would have to crack a window at a certain point in the day when it wasn't too hot or cold to let her return, pull in that fresh air from the outside. But uh, tapping into the return will accomplish the same thing. And really, with this particular house that I just described, what you're doing is three things. You're controlling the indoor air quality. You're controlling the humidity and really, really contributing to the efficiency. You know, it's a, it's kind of a hard sell when you pitch this extra money on someone, but we'll get into the payoffs uh, a little later in the show. And uh, the way I try to tell folks is I'm not just pitching energy efficiency, energy efficiency on you. I'm pitching value and durability. And when they can see that payback at the end of this thing, it's just really an attractive way to build. Hmm. And, again, you can submit your questions at the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. Our next question, we live in an older home and our utilities are very costly. Can we do anything to lower those? I'm sure this is common. It is, and we we like doing this. I used to have a side business 10 years or so ago, and, and uh, basically it was uh, a weatherization company. And I'll start from the top down uh, to go in reverse order when I just answered the last question. Um, basically the first thing that you can do that's, that's really cheap is add a radiant barrier. And without a long explanation on this, a radiant barrier looks like a three foot wide roll of tin foil, um, heavy duty tin foil, if you will, with a fiber woven in there. So it's really strong. And, and what this does is goes on the bottom side of your rafters in the attic. As a matter of fact, if you go to thecarolinacontractor.com earlier today, I posted some pictures of a job that we did so many years ago, but, uh, we used to get the comment that it makes your attic look like a spaceship. You know, it's, 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 it looks really neat, but what it's doing is that radiant heat that is making its way in from the shingles and the roof sheathing, it traps it in that attic cavity and it channels all of that up to the, uh, ridge vent for, you know, where it's supposed to escape the house and it basically keeps it, uh, a constant airflow with the passive ventilation versus making its way into the attic and it, like, uh, the spray foam, it makes a more favorable environment for that air handler. Uh, beyond that, we go to the ceiling, the uppermost ceiling, whatever you have, one or two-story house, and we seal around all the penetrations, any ductwork, any pipes, any lights, anything that's making a, a hole in that ceiling, we go around that with spray foam. What we see in these older homes is that the moisture in the air or just uh, whatever the factor is has caused that moisture or caused that insulation to settle, and where they used to have 8 inches or 10 inches of insulation, it's settled down to about 3 or 4. So it's not hard to find these penetrations and seal around these What's important to do after that is we do a layer of blown-in insulation. The code is R38 for overhead insulation, and you're not talking thousands. You're talking a couple hundred dollars to go a little thicker than that. So I Mm. tell people, just ask the insulation contractor, bump it up a notch. And that overhead insulation in terms of what's more important between the envelope, under the house insulation, and overhead, overhead is by far the most important. So we're big fans of you know getting in the R40s or even an R50 if you can afford to do so. 
Um, the other thing, getting into the living space, I tell folks if you're handy, you know, grab a flat bar and a hammer, and you can pop off the window casings around your windows. If you have these older windows, I want to say the R value is around a one or a two, whereas now it's a three and up, and you can pop these window casings off and use something called low expansion spray foam. Um, down at Lowe's, they usually have this product called Great Stuff, and I tell people find the one with the green cap because it's low expansion. You have to really be careful with choosing the proper type of spray foam. But they make a little a wand now that's what a professional would use, and they sell an insulation packet that goes with that right there in Lowe's. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer, pop that casing off, hit the top and the sides of the window. The reason you don't hit the bottom is because usually that window is sitting against the window seal, and there's just not enough room to get spray foam in there. But on the sides and the top will make a world of difference. Um, going down to the, the crawl space, um, of course, you want to make sure you have adequate crawl space insulation. Code minimum is R19 for that. And, uh, of course, the, everybody says, what's the R fact? That's heat resistance. And so the slang is or the building code uh, word is the R value of something. So you want to make sure you have floor insulation, period. But if you have to add that, you want to go at least an R19. I don't know that it's advantageous to really up the floor insulation uh, or if there's any payoff in that. And. What you really want to do is uh, make sure you have a vapor barrier as well. That piece of plastic that you see, it's a minimum of a six mil plastic that you want to use. And I think we commented, I don't know, a month or so ago mm-hmm. that you want to go black because it keeps any light transfer so no vegetation can grow under the black plastic. And we said this as well, but have an HVAC contractor come out. Your heating and cooling could be affected just by the distribution of the supply ducts. So they could add dampers here or there and just really tune up your unit to make sure that you're getting the proper amount of air pushed into each room. Um, tell you a quick story. Uh, back when we were doing all the Energy Star houses, I went on Duke Energy's website, and their price per kilowatt hour, of course, is public information. It's right there on your bill every month. But their price per kilowatt hour projections were also on there. And so we did a spreadsheet, and we showed that if you do your home this way and you save, say, $100 a month, uh, the, you know the average cost of utilities for a house that's built traditionally with no insulation or HVAC upgrades Normally about a buck to a buck twenty-five a square foot is what your bills will run. When you do all these add-ons, um, and, and they're, they're not very pricey add-ons, but you're going to cut those bills in half, if not more. Wow. I want to say we had an 1,800-square-foot house, and it only had an eight-foot ceiling, so no cathedrals, nothing special. But we did all these tricks, bells and whistles, and these folks had Duke Power come out and check their meter because their uh, bills every month were at the highest, $45 a month. That's for everything. They were wow. all electric, and it was just amazing. I want to say that house was about $0.25 cents a square foot. So this spreadsheet that I mentioned, and when you plug these in and you show if you save $100 a month, we had $200 a month, $300, you run into these 4,000-square-foot older homes, and they have a $700 power bill because they have propane heat and so forth. Well, if you can cut those bills in half, you know, what, $200 just for easy math, that's $2,400 a year. If the price per kilowatt hour stays exactly like it is today, that's $72,000 saved over a 30-year mortgage. And so, of course, we all know that the power bills are only going to go up. So that 72000 is probably more like 100 thousand. So the way that I pitched this stuff on people is I said, hey, you know, you're going to pay for your house once or you're going to pay for it twice if you don't build it efficiently. Tony, how about you and I do a little role play real quick? Fantastic. I'm going to be the person looking at getting a new roof. I contact SureTopRoofing.com, get the information. What's the first step that happens after that? Well, then I'll receive your information, and then I will go and travel to your house, put my physical eyes on your house. What decisions are involved for the homeowner like me? 
uh, single color is always one and manufacture. Oh, so you mean that's my wife's decision because I won't be, <laughs> yes. I won't be picking Smart the colors. Man. Smart <laughs> man. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and one thing, you know, there's different ways that you can look at the shingles and shingle colors. There are sample boards, but really the best way to take a look at it again is with your eyes. Same thing, reason why I'm at your house and we're having an in-person meeting. Put your eyes on what you're purchasing. You have examples. Usually you find houses in that buyer's area that you've done work on so we can say, oh, this is the actual type of shingle you're looking at on a house that's completely done. Exactly. And, and everything would be nice and close. And usually it's in the same zip code as the customer's mm-hmm. uh, house, so they don't have to go very far. But looking at the shingle fully installed really starts providing a more of a creative sense you know, of what you want to do with your house, because now you're really visualizing what improvements you're looking to make. All right. We tell you, this is the color we want to go with. What's the next thing that happens? We figure out a date for install. We're usually about two weeks out, and then we discuss the actual installation process. I got to prepare people when you're getting your house, your roof replaced or having siding done or a big project. There is nothing more intimidating than when a big flatbed pulls up in front of your house. <laughs> the next thing you know, your yard is full of building supplies. It gets real then. So the truck has come up, delivered all the shingles, all the supplies you need to start the roof. Now the next step. The next part of that is our crews are that you know coming in right after um, those materials are delivered or the same day that those materials are delivered. We strip off all the old shingles off the roof, which I always ask my customers, if there's any way, if you're going to be home for the install, if there's any way to stay inside for the first iteration, hmm, um, a lot point. of things are coming off the roof. That's when all the old shingles, is, you know, we, uh, again, we respect gravity. So let's not, <laughs> let's not get into any issues and situations with that. But I am not only a salesperson, but a project manager. I also have other project managers and there's always there somebody on site on the ground at all times to make sure that if you have to come outside you have somebody to wave down to let them know that you're coming in and that's good to know that if you also have a question during that process you got somebody there that you can talk to so now tony the roof is complete i come home and see it fully done i'm satisfied what happens after that that point, we want to do a walkthrough, you know, go around the entire perimeter, just make sure that everything done is done correctly. At that point, the walkthrough, everything is completely done. The only way that you knew that a roofer was there is because you have a brand new roof on your house. And there's nothing quite like driving home, pulling in your driveway and seeing a brand new roof on top of it. Mm-hmm. Tony, I appreciate you coming in. It's been a pleasure. Donnie, next week on the Carolina Contractor Show, what do we got coming up? Uh, we have a local building inspector joining us next week, and this guy has been in my ear since we've been doing the show, and he does a great job of explaining the code changes that may apply to me on a day-to-day basis. But I feel like whether you're a homeowner, a home buyer, or a home builder, there's a lot of content that's going to be useful to everybody next week, and we really hope you tune in. And you can also submit your own questions to Donnie by going to the website, thecarolinacontractor.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Hope to see you there. Donnie, see you next week, too. I'll be here. All right. Have a great Saturday afternoon. Thanks for listening to The Carolina Contractor, brought to you by GAF Roofing, Shingles and Materials. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply and Garner, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Submit your questions online at thecarolinacontractor.com and tune in next Saturday as we continue to help make your home great again. 
Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. 